0: Hi, uh, welcome to Codurance Podcast, episode number 14. We are talking about mentorship and collaboration. I am your guest host today. My name is Solange. I am a craftswoman at Codurance, and I am joined by...
1: I'm Jorge, I, well, you know me, a class person at Codurance.
2: Uh, and I am Cristina. Um, I am a craftswoman uh, in Codurance, Barcelona.
0: All right, Um, so a little bit of context and background for this episode. Um, A few months ago, I had the opportunity to share my experience um, at a conference in Barcelona talking about mentorship and collaboration and how they helped me grow really fast as a a professional. And we received quite a few uh, follow-up questions and uh, we'd like to answer those questions and also talk about these topics in a broader sense. So to start off, um, what do we understand by mentorship?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to go first on this one. Uh, for, for me, mentorship is uh, is guidance. That's the basic of it. You have a, um, one person that has... Uh, maybe more knowledge or more experience in some area, and it provides guidance for another person to move forward. Although having said that that doesn't necessarily, uh, a mentor doesn't necessarily need to have all the knowledge and it's possible that the mentee does surpass, is just knowing how to apply the knowledge.
2: Yes, I think I agree with this with this definition. Um, as Jorge said, uh, mentorship is about uh, guidance, and it's about um, like um, um gui- yeah, guiding your your mentee through a path, and and walking side by side with your with your mentee, with this person that you want to to. To also help grow.
0: All right. Okay. So, having that definition, what are, in your views, the most important bits on mentorship?
2: Well, in in my opinion, it's important to to listen to the to the person, to um, be helpful, and try not to judge, but to observe. What this person wants to to become, and just help 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 this person get there, is about that. So,
1: so there is um, uh, for me there is this thing that uh, each person is different. The way that uh, you learn uh, is different from the way that I learned, and the what uh, the, le- the way that someone else learns, and. There is a lot of uh, knowing how to do it. Uh, when you are you are a mentor, you have to realize that the way that you have taught a person before is not the same way or guy. Rather, uh, it's not the same way that you're gonna be guiding the next one because there there are different people. They they learn in different ways. They understand things in in different ways, so I think that's one for me. That's quite important. And as uh, Christina has said, listening to the to, to the mentees as well. One of the main things that you want to to do.
0: All right. Um, so you you touched a little bit about uh, on the main responsibilities as a mentor. Um, you mentioned guiding. Um, are there any other responsibilities you can share with our listeners? Hmm. Yes, as a mentor, what, what should we do as mentors?
2: I, I in in my opinion, um, as mentors, it's important to to be there, or just let know your mentee that. Uh, they can go to you uh, whenever they need. Sometimes, and because I've been also a mentee, I felt that it's 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 not easy to ask for help or or ask for advice. Uh, so the most important or, or the, the things that I focus more most as as a mentor is just to to try to be approachable and always. Kind, let's let's say, to try try not to um, again judge uh, my mentee's questions or their doubts, their feelings, just to hold their their yeah their their doubts sometimes, and and try to help them.
1: I completely agree with you over there. Uh, I think it's lots of uh, support in general of the of the mentee. Uh, because it's, sometimes it's the doubts, sometimes it's the, uh, the work that they have to do. Uh, there will be always occasions in which they will need to talk. And being, uh, being able to be there and for them to understand that you will be there, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Probably the other important thing for me, uh, and I have tried a bit to reflect that uh, on what we are working currently on the project structure and Coderans, is that the, the mentor should be uh, a voice for the mentee within the company. If the mentee needs something to be solved or, or improved within the company or, uh, or so, something like that, the mentors should be there as well to to help or to provide an additional voice in trying to to improve.
0: Alright, okay. Um so you both mentioned being approachable, trying not to judge. Um so both of you you have been or are mentors. Um are there any I don't know, uh, challenges that you've faced so far in mentoring? And how did, you, um, how did you learn about being a mentor? Is this something that you trained yourself to do? Did you read books? Um, how did you get to where you are?
2: Actually, I haven't read any books about mentorship, uh, and, and and now I wonder if I should
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so actually I, I became um, a mentor just by um well when uh when the apprentices in in coherence joined during the first weeks I just approached them because uh, I, I felt a little bit lost during during my first weeks. so I tried to approach them and explain them uh, how things um, work this these kind of things who to who to go for uh, this and that blah blah and um, that's the way I, I became a mentor so by offering help, uh, then people just came back and asked for more questions and more doubts and and it's just this figure of uh, trust. I be I, I I imagine I became that someone that they trust and they would ask me not only um practical things like uh who who should I go if I want to uh review my salary. But uh, also things about their careers, so and and, and things on, on, on how to approach the, the apprentice program. So that's what I how I became a a mentor actually.
1: Uh, that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that, 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 for, for me that's, that's one of the um, one of the best school uh, compliments for a person is that uh, the knowledge or the way that they approach people is that they, they will come to them. Yeah. So that, that is cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. For me, it's quite different from uh, from what I was for Christina. Uh, people that have listened to the podcast before, they, they know that I have done a lot of dancing before, and uh, music and whatnot. And when I I was doing regional dances back in in, in Spain in Santander uh, in uh, several groups I used to help people learn uh, and that that's there that is where I learned how to uh, uh, how to approach people I mean probably you you know this but I', I think to be a person <laughs> that is quite impatient uh, <laughs> uh, so, but, the fall I'm very impatient with with everything mm-hmm. and I had to force myself to uh, uh, to put uh, to put myself on the on the person that was teaching something uh, okay. and and start try to think different ways of doing the teaching and from that I was moving towards the idea of someone that has to listen to the and that case was to the student, but then it will become on my head, it will become the mentees. Just listen to other to people, uh, understand how they uh, how they learn, how they think, and then I change my approach. So, nearly, but by, by the time I actually, and I'm talking that the, I started doing these kind of things when I was, I don't know, 13 or 14 years old. So, mm-hmm. but by the time I actually started to, uh, to do any kind of mentoring in, 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 as a programmer, I already knew. I already had in my my head how I wanted to approach the whole uh, the whole thing. Hmm.
0: All right. Okay. Um. So, you mentioned, um, Christina. You mentioned that you walked towards the apprentices and you offered help. And now they come to you, and you became a mentor. Um, so, is is there a situation where um, a mentee would come to you and say, for example, I would like to achieve this and this and these goals, and maybe those are um, the goals. The goals that they mention are not necessarily um, um, your skills. You see what I mean, and yes, how yes, yes. how how do you most um, guide them or orient them towards um, on that path, even if it's completely different from the one you're on, for example, or the one you've traveled.
2: Yes, actually, being a, a mentor is quite a responsibility because, as you said, uh, sometimes uh, mentees came with doubts that are completely out of your zone so of area of expertise let's say yes, yes. and um it's not very difficult to answer these questions because i don't feel uh, responsible for training them because i'm not their trainer i'm, I'm not i'm not their teacher let's say i'm their mentor i'm there for in order to to guide them so uh when someone asks for a specific adv- or as advice in a specific area uh, that maybe I'm not an expert, I try to um, begin a conversation and, and try to find out what are their um, re- a deep motivations in order to go there or in order to know more about that specific area. And once I found their their motivations, then it's very easy to guide them not guide, but maybe show a way, show a path that they can follow, and and they will find who to ask, who is more appropriate in order to to ask answer their their questions, and then after that, I just try to follow up. Uh, in that way, it's, it's a little bit as uh, similar to coaching. Coaching because I try to uh, set up goals, mm-hmm. uh, achievable goals in the short term, and then I, I I I try to remind them or to follow up on them, but not in a um not in order to 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 know if they have achieved their goals because that is not my role, but I try to remind uh, in a sub subtle way uh, if they are. Walking towards the direction that they have set. So
1: okay. well, that that was interesting, and what you say that it's not your goal to, uh, sorry, it's not your uh, your responsibility for them to to reach their goals, and I, I agree with that. Is one thing that uh, it is quite important in this kind of mentee-mentor relationship is that the mentee. Is the one that is gonna benefit the uh, benefit? No, not, no, no, benefit is not the right word. But it's the one that is uh, is the one that is has to move forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the one uh, in charge actually? Uh, yeah, and 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 it's the one that yes, that's that's it. Is the one that is both in charge of his own goals mm-hmm. and and uh, if uh, making sure that he uh, he he see, uh, advances and. Uh, Uh, And the mentor is just, uh, as we have said before, is just just helping. Sometimes MNT doesn't need too much help. They can go forward uh, mostly on their own. That's good. Sometimes MNT needs a lot of help and then you you adapt to that and then that's good as well.
0: All right. Okay. So you've mentioned um, mentors' responsibility in the things that they should do are there things that mentors should avoid doing
1: well based on what we have said uh, probably one of the main things is that they have to avoid to have a path or a way of doing things Hmm. that's the that probably will be the first the first one for me maybe as well uh, the, the other thing that they should avoid as, mu- as much as possible. It's been, um, oh, I tend to remember the the English word, and for once, I, the Spanish word is on my head, which usually is way <laughs> um, The way that they communicate. You have to avoid being a, a rude person or Bruce person because then, as, as uh, Christina has said before, then they will not want to come to you. And that's one of the worst things that it can happen in a mentor-mentee relationship.
0: Hmm.
2: Yes, I, I totally agree with you, Jorge. I think it's very important not to, to interfere in in the way that, that the mentee moves forward. It's it's, it's very important also to, to let them find their own way and allow them to um, make mistakes. Um, and also, I've noticed that um, most of the—it's not very common this mentor-mentee relationship. So most of the developers, when when during the first or, or the the first phase of the relationship, let's say, they see mentors as as someone who has every answer, the answers for everything, and 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 they the mentees tend, tend to to take very seriously every, every single advice. So it's important to to also um, let them know that uh, as a mentor you are not uh, perfect or you are not uh, someone who knows absolutely everything. And this also comes, it, it's very strange because uh, when the mentee sees that uh, you are not like a, 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 um, a super hero, it's quite of it's it's sometimes is is surprising for them, uh, but then they understand and the relationship evolves. So it's also important not to to or to make clear for the mentee that the mentor is not is not a book. Is not a, mm-hmm. the, the the reason why I'm saying this is because um, we it's important as a as a mentor to keep alive the the critical thinking of the mentee and even if i recommend something or i uh give some advice i still want my mentee to think if this is the the right way to go or you know i don't want to to smash their critical thinking so <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yes Yes, I
2: don't know if you if
1: you have ever been in this situation or Jorge. I don't think I have been on that specific situation. I'm trying to think, no. no. <laughs> I I I don't understand where you are coming from because even uh, even when I haven't been involved with that, I have seen it happening in, in uh, with other people. So so yeah, that's a uh, that was a very good point.
0: So what would happen, for example, I don't know if this has happened uh, for you both or not, but maybe um, a mentee, you establish some kind of guidance and path for a mentee to achieve a certain goal, but then um, you realize that they're not, um, for whatever reason, they're not following your advice, um, and so they are jeopardizing their growth. What do you do in, in in those cases, or what would you do?
1: You are, you are advising, uh, and this is the, the same with uh, like you were, a, I don't know, advisor to to the king or to a prime minister. They they you have to give them the what you think are the best options, and at the end they they will decide. It's very difficult, uh, unless. We are in the situation in which the person is very uh, deferring to, to you as uh, as the mentor and we don't want that as for what uh, Christina has just explained mm-hmm. so there, there has to be some critical thinking yeah. they, they will still make their own mind about what they're gonna do you, you provide the you provide the the ideas you you see that something is gonna be really, really wrong, you try to be to raise your con- your concerns and talking is probably the most important thing that you can do, talking face to face. But other than that, what you cannot do is try to impo- impose your ideas. Again, you are you are a guide, you are a guide, you are an advisor, but it is the the mentee the one that is choosing their own path. And again. Face to face talk. Uh, make sure that uh, all the all the options are understood, are understood. That you indicate correctly what do you think are the pros and cons, so the person can take the the mentee can take the the decision well informed. But other than that, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest in general to do much more.
2: Yes, I, I I agree with that. This is a difficult question, and actually, I've never been in, in a situation where where I see that the mentee is not following uh, my advice. Because if I have, maybe I have thought, well, this is just an advice. I am, I am uh, like sharing my experience and 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 let them know what i think is uh or maybe um giving them a recommendation but uh they are free to to choose to follow that or or not maybe they can find another way and i I just uh inspire them for for a, a different solution and yes as jorge said at the end of the day, it's it's their their path and we have to
0: respect them. Okay. Um, So one of the questions that we got at the conference was, um, I said this um, fellow developer, she had just been appointed uh, team lead and she had noticed that on that team, um, the most junior developers uh, hardly ever spoke up And especially when it came to things like code reviews, they were very reluctant to say anything about code that had been submitted by more experienced developers. And even sprint Mm -hmm. retrospectives, they didn't say much. And so therefore, they found themselves actually always kind of doing the same tasks the the ones that were viewed as the easy tasks and never taking on more challenging but more interesting tasks as well. And so she was wondering on how to approach mentoring the team, but more specifically those um, less experienced members of her team so that they can open up and grow and and, and equally contribute um, to teamwork.
1: Top of my head, I would say that it's a problem with the culture of the company. Mm-hmm. It, it should be the case that, uh, ok, it, it is difficult, uh, especially you haven't done it before, but uh, it should be the case that uh, the, the senior people should involve junior people into the conversation, into current use. Ask them questions. What do you think about this code? What do you think about what we are doing? And and not be um, uh, and not be dismissive of the questions that the junior people uh, asks. And I, I don't think that's as as much as uh, you are not. Oh, there is not the problem is not mentoring the mentee. It's mentoring oh. the the company itself. <laughs> trying to change the the culture of the company. Because because as long as the senior people don't do that, the, 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 it's gonna be very difficult for the junior people to do to feel feel comfortable about it.
2: I, I agree with what uh, Jorge said. I think it's about um the, the uh, company's culture. Uh however there are some things uh, that we can do in order to change that. Maybe not a hundred percent, but there are some things that we can do in order to improve the the situation. So, for example, um, if if this person is a team lead, right? Um, they have some. This person already has some influence on on the team. So, what I would do is like. Uh, Make the first step and approach the junior people. Ask them, "Hey, how are you feeling? Um, do you need any help? Uh, do you want to even I could offer myself to to do some per programming? And if if I want to change the team dynamics, uh, the first step would be to to try to to make everyone feel comfortable about uh, per programming." I, there are some people that doesn't feel comfortable about, about at all uh, with this uh, but others are more open so uh, try to engage with your early adopters yeah. Yeah. let's say <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> yes and, and 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 convince them in order to to start a pairing with with uh, with some of of yeah. your of your peers and uh that's a that's also a very good way in order to share knowledge and and experience it's a very good way uh to in order to help juniors to get involved in more complex or new tasks for for them i don't like when when some uh teams uh when they receive a junior they just leave this junior like yes, doing this uh, super simple task and completely alone without guidance i think that uh, the most senior people have the responsibility to to get involved with them and always even if they don't have much time uh try to answer the questions and i think in this sense i have I've had very good uh, role models in all the teams that I've been. I've had very good role models. I remember this uh, software architect. <laughs> uh, he was not very pleasant to work with because uh, he, he, his uh, character was very bad. But despite all that, he always find time to answer um, our questions. So. Uh, and uh, another very nice thing that he did, and the culture of that company was not good at all. He introduced uh, what we could, what what we know that is called a, a community of practice. So every Monday, uh, the team would uh, would wouldn't work for as a, a short period of time, maybe two three two hours and and we would just share uh, our our challenges during the week and and different solutions to these challenges and little by little part of the team start to evolve not every not everyone but part of the team start uh, evolve okay. yeah
0: thank you thank you for sharing that um i,
1: I, I got to say that uh, i am um few years back and I will never do the same again but I I did the, the mistake of uh, in the past leaving juniors a bit to, to themselves uh, and yes. I think maybe did a couple of times and after that I realised that I, I cannot just do that. I have to If I have a junior on my team I have to make the effort myself in to help them improve into guiding them, because uh, it is good for the team that they improve uh, as quickly as possible. It's good for, the, for it the individual person, and and it just makes life so much easier. If you pay, yes, the, the bit of attention that they require uh, to, to make sure that they keep moving, and pays off so quickly.
2: Yes, I think it's super important to invest time in juniors because at the same time, um, they are very motivated and really, really, really um, eager to learn new things. So they invest lots of time um, learning and absorbing information. So so it's, it's very good to invest time on them.
0: Okay, um, so let's flip the coin a little bit here and then... Um, so let's say that um, i like to to look for a mentor. What should I look for when choosing a mentor?
1: I, I was going to say experience uh, as one of the things that you want to, the mentor to have. Not necessarily a, a specific uh, knowledge in one technology or anything like that, that's that's just a teacher and that that's a different consideration. But experience will be one of the main things. The more experience or the more difference of experience between between the yourself and the and the mentor uh, at the, at least at the beginning, it is the you get the most benefit out of it. And probably the other other thing that I consider quite important is that the mentor uh, wants to do it. Uh, uh, After all, you are gonna have to go a lot or uh, or just a few times, but you're gonna have to go to a mentor and spend that time with the mentor. So the mentor has to be uh, okay with being, involved and, doing, and being a mentor it cannot be just uh mandated. Christina yeah. yes i
0: i, I
2: yeah. agree with this part <laughs> it's it's very um so what i recommend to to the apprentices when they have to choose a mentor is that um, they choose and someone uh, that they uh, feel identified with because if you feel identified with with one with a person, with someone, um, that means that you see in that person like you are mirroring yourself in that person and you see what what you want to become maybe. And I, I recommend to choose someone uh, that they admire in some way. Because uh, maybe it's the way they talk, it's the way they um, explain their work. I don't know. It's maybe it's the way they relate to others, or the way they the, their fluency while coding. I don't know. Um, I also recommend to to choose someone they feel comfortable with. They feel comfortable enough to to go and ask for that doubt and really really open. Uh, and the the last thing I I mentioned, but maybe <laughs> is the first thing I should mention is is uh, as Jorge said, someone that is available, and available means uh, someone who really wants to mentor because it's a huge uh, commitment, and someone who has the the right space in order to do it so for example if i am uh, if i have a family and my i have a newborn at home maybe i don't have it maybe it's not the right time for me to mentor someone because my 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 head will, will not be uh, with the mentee <laughs> will be maybe with my other uh, commitments not a personal commitment so it's important to to find someone who is Available and, and willing to spend uh, not to invest, mm-hmm. invest time in in, in 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 the mentee's growth, and at the same time, um, who wants to spend time on their own growth? Because when you are a mentor, you also grow. Right. So
0: uh, earlier you mentioned that the mentee is in charge of their own path. Um, so what are other responsibilities as a mentee, uh, what are those responsibilities? What is it that they should absolutely do, and the things to avoid doing?
1: I uh, understand the thing because I haven't been actually a proper mentee myself. I have a I have a mentor. I never been <laughs> a mentee. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the top of my the top of my head is. Um, First, making uh, keep yourself motivated. Understand how you get motivated and demotivated is, is is generally important in whatever things uh, whatever thing you do. But well, because with this when you are dealing with another person, yourself being motivated is uh, makes the the whole any relationship between people is makes it much easier if you are. So knowing how you can be motivated or what things motivate you or, or in general your state, I think it's one very important thing for a mentee to, uh, to control. That's what I will think. Um, and the other one probably is uh, making sure that you follow through with whatever is your decision, following the advice of the mentor or not, uh, making sure that you follow through with the decisions taken, uh, because then the, 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 then you can keep advancing, you know? otherwise you are going to get a very easy mm-hmm. stack.
2: I think that um, as a mentee, the most important uh, responsibility is to keep in mind that the person, how to say it, that... There's no one most important, or there's no one that you have to to prove something. It's that that, in my opinion, uh, when when you are a mentee, maybe you can feel some pressure from coming from the from the outside world. But that is, in my opinion, it's important to to realize that uh, that pressure comes from within uh, yourself and it's important to just let that pressure go and with the moment you do that everything or is like it's easier the the, moving forward is easier. It's also important to as as Jorge said to to keep uh, motivated and and that that implies working at a sustainable pace. So it's about understanding that uh, even if you spend tons of hours, I don't know, 11 hours, just as an example, studying or coding, you are not going to be uh, better in a short period of time. So it's about uh, taking care of yourself in order to keep your motivations, in order to uh, keep your energies very high, and also really, really, really commit to your own goals. Because um, if you don't do that, it's very difficult that no one else is going to help you. It's not not the mentor's responsibility. It's your own responsibility. So it's important to to commit.
0: All right. Okay. Um, So... What are any other maybe tips or tricks that you might have um, for people who are preparing to be mentors or for mentees um, that you'd like to share with the audience? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been mentors?
2: Hello? Uh I've been a mentor now uh, for for a year. Right.
0: I have
1: been mentoring people like six six years, something like that, probably. So, tips and tricks. Uh, it is difficult. The, I mean, the one of the main tips is what I said before: uh, understand that each mentee is different, and therefore yeah. you cannot have a a fixed way of uh, approaching things. One important, for me, uh, at some point, it will happen sooner or later, but uh, once the relationship gets, keeps moving and there is more discussion about things that can be done and cannot be done for the mentee or, or things that the mentee can do or not, one thing that I personally like uh is the socratic method mm-hmm. of asking mm-hmm. questions and whenever they, uh, because sometimes it's, it is it, is not even you about giving an advice uh, sometimes it, it just helps that they uh, help uh, you help the the, the, the the thinking process of the mentee the the, the critical thinking that uh, Krishna was mentioning earlier uh, and so the socratic method of yes going ask questions, ask questions. And it doesn't even need to be a, a thing that you don't, you know where the, where the questions are going or if you do better, but if not, it's still fine. It is all about the process of discovery hmm. uh, of understanding. So I don't know that, that probably would be the main two things that I have on mind that I will talk about. I recommend. Okay.
0: Um, So earlier you mentioned that um, a mentor helps their mentee grow, but it's a relationship, and so the mentor grows as well. Yes. And from your personal experiences, um, how do you feel that being a mentor has helped you grow? How can you quantify or qualify that growth?
2: I don't know if I can quantify that growth but now i notice that my my listening ability has 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 uh, improved because
1: mm.
2: yes it's about because i i am it's not about paying attention it's about actually uh, trying to understand that person and and mm-hmm. my empathy skills mm. have also expanded
0: yes oh, um
2: yes. and yes, and i now I notice that I know this person, and to be honest, the amount of hours that uh, I spend with um with my mentees is is not is much less than with my coworkers m- maybe, but yet I feel. That I understand them better. I don't know why. I feel more connected to them, and that is because of uh, the empathy. Okay. Also,
1: for for me, probably the the, the main one is patience. Yes, uh, I I mentioned it before, and I, I'm and that people, <laughs> my wife or my mother will be able to say that <laughs> A very patient man. And, <laughs> As a mentor, that that cannot that cannot be the case. You can you cannot be impatient with you the with your mentees. And, it, and there is, I I I think that it, there is a massive uh, uh, difference from when when I started. I mean, I still get get home and I still be impatient person. But when I am with the with the mentee, much better than at the beginning. I understand now that it is... What is on my head? It is. It can It just doesn't get transmitted by osmosis, and sometimes, and and oh, probably this is a very good point as well that we, part of the tips and tricks. I do not know everything, and sometimes I discover. I will discover things with the, with the mentee or new ways of, uh, of talking or of, uh, thinking, that I can discover along with the mentee, and. Well, it's it's about being relaxed and and enjoying the ride.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, All right. Um, So I'd like us to move to the part two of our episode today, talking about collaboration. Um, So Mm -hmm. one of the questions that, well, it came quite often, which was that how can you... um, Foster a collaborative environment. First of all, what do we understand by a collaborative environment? What do we mean? What are the characteristics of a collaborative environment?
2: In my opinion, uh, in a collaborative environment, is is basically a way of working where where you ask for 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 help. The main differentiation is that you offer help. Uh, but um, in an altruistic way, you don't you don't expect anything back.
1: Cooperative environment is a lot, a lot about being the, the the sum the sum of the parts be, uh, being bigger than the individuals. Uh, so it's about uh, mm. as, as Christina says, it's all about uh, uh, helping each other and uh, understanding that. Uh, when you communicate and when you collaborate uh, or interact with other people, you are going to be able to advance further than that, wherever you currently are. So mm-hmm. yeah, helping help probably is, is the best way to, to describe it. Mm-hmm. And as well, uh, a place where you can you know that people will listen to you. Uh, I think that is an important, important thing. When you when you know that people are gonna listen to what you say, then it becomes much easier for you to actually talk, and therefore the, the that communication between the different people on the team or on the company uh, makes things go better or smoother.
2: Okay. Um. So so for example i, I used uh, sorry no, no, I, no, no. <laughs> I, I studied environmental sciences actually and I always try to imagine um, relationships in, in terms of um, of, of how the, the the an ecosystem works so uh, a symbiotic relationship is a relationship where uh, there is a, a strong individual and there is Another individual that uh, takes advantage, uh, but not in a in a negative way. It's not mm-hmm. a paras- a parasite. I don't know if that's the right word. But um, it this this less strong individual, let's say, gives something back, but very very little back. Uh, there's another level of of a relationship that is the mm-hmm. mutualistic relationship, where there's no um, strong or uh, less strong uh, difference, but the these individuals are equal, and and this individual establish a relationship uh, that where where each of them uh, contributes equally to the to the to the others growth, in order to uh, make possible or, the, or in order to increase mm-hmm. their survival um, probabilities. So in, in my opinion, a collaborative env- environment would, would correspond to this mutualistic vision of the world where, where each of us are equal, and we do our best in order to, to make sure that the, the team or the group uh, survives.
0: Okay, um, so if you were in a, a non collaborative environment, this is a question that I got. How can you, what actions could you undertake at a, an individual level or at a team level to slowly start uh, introducing collaboration? Hmm.
1: For me, it's, uh, it's a lot of leading from the from the top. So the the the, the higher the collaboration starts, the more likely is that everyone else will follow. Uh, it's one of the relatively nice since uh, well relatively not one of the nice things that coherence. It, it is the, the, this whole idea since because it already came from how Sandra must think. About how it should work. Therefore, it's much easier for everyone to follow. Uh, if you have a, a team, you can within the team you have the the team leader. We, we, uh, we have talked about this before. The team leader is the one that uh, starts the process rolling. Then within the team, it's easy to become to to to, to reach that collaborative environment. The only problem is that we. If the rest of the of the company doesn't follow, you are not gonna be able to support that idea. So, reading from the top, really, really important that is that is fostered at that point uh, from, from 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 up high that you want to pay, well, not that you want to, but that you actually do and take. They-
0: mm-hmm. Hello? Hello?
1: Jorge? Oh, damn it. I press uh, Meet with Organizing. Um, <laughs> okay. where, where did I stop talking?
0: <laughs> you were explaining about um, leading from the top, yeah. I think.
1: Oh, uh, OK, let me see if I can. Okay, no, I cannot go back. Okay, that's that's fine. So something about leading from the top. <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, maybe I can record that part. If, if, uh, but.
0: Uh, you were saying, yeah, that the, even if you manage to. Um, foster a collaborative environment within a team. You might not be able. You might not be able to export that so, to the whole yeah, organization. Yes, so it has
1: come to, uh, from the top. The other one, very important, I think, Christina I did mention it before as well. It is that uh, you have you, you cannot force it. You have to convince people. That it is good and they have to see it for themselves you cannot just like with nearly a, 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 anything that you want to introduce you have to try to force it it is no, it's not. it's not gonna work sometimes people will be will be they will they like to be on their silos and they, they don't like to talk that's fine you just keep trying keep trying and someone will start breaking the ice initially and and then the, the ball will get Get moving, and suddenly everyone will be collaborating.
2: Yes, I I agree with you. I think it's important to to make the first step, and uh, to start changing, um, to making some changing, some changes, small changes within your your um, area of action. There is a concept. I don't know if this is the right translation. Uh, but every person has has an area of, of action. Uh, it's not uh, is is that area where where you can operate and you have influence on on, on your environment. So, um, so maybe if, if you are like a super uh, an, a new developer to the in the company, uh, maybe your your area of action is small.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but that doesn't mean that you. you you cannot expand it. So, for example, if what I would do is to um, try to engage others. So, try to speak uh, at at the coffee time, coffee break, uh, about my ideas or, uh, hey, I would like to to go for this community of practice or I would like to start programming with someone. Uh, And just to observe... The reactions on people, and who who seems to to like my idea. Maybe this person doesn't uh, show it very openly because um, new ideas sometimes are a bit um like uh, frightening. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I would try to observe who who likes my um, these new ideas, and I would try to engage with them. And of course. And Jorge said something very important. It's very important to also go to to the ones who act who, who have influence in the environment and and engage with them and try to convince them with uh, with arguments, with numbers, even with uh, quantitative data <laughs> about the importance of of um, of. Um, or the benefits of having a, a collaborative environment. It's about uh, performance, it's about time to market. There are many, many uh, arguments that we can say. So, and but as, as Jorge mentioned, we have to, to engage with the ones who have influence in order to make that change happen.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so one last question that we got from the audience was that um, you mentioned empath- empathy earlier. Um, that one of the difficulties that they faced with um, being so empathetic with their team members is that it was quite difficult to strike a balance, a good balance between that empathy and being able to deliver um, unbiased and valuable feedback. To the team members, yeah, and so they were asking, "How can you? How can you do that? How can you, um, at the same time, keep developing that empathy, but also, you know, be able to give that feedback?"
1: Okay, so uh, let's, let's start with uh, one thing. Uh, uh, being unbiased, I don't think is the right way of uh, of trying to approach the situation. Uh, everyone has bias. Small or big, everyone has it. That that's for me. That's fine as long as you understand them, uh, and then when you are talking with them in tea, they they do understand as well that uh, that there's an approach just because of uh, so there there are biases in what you say because of maybe the languages that you have worked with, maybe because of the uh, companies that you have worked with before, and that they don't necessarily hold true. That's that's fine, but uh, it is without being rude, and that's very important. I, I don't, I, I, don't believe being rude is useful at all. You, you have to, both of you have to understand, the mentor and the mentee, that the, the, there is, this is a conversation between two people. Okay, that uh, that uh, one mm-hmm. one has the. He gives advice because he uh, has the more experience, more experience. But it is not the whole truth, and it is all about uh, talking with 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 each other. So you you have to both of you have to understand that both sides are talking. Okay, I was going to say with good intentions in mind, but uh, so both of, both of you want the same thing. You are looking forward to to the same uh, goal, which is that the mentee improves the uh, the skills or the capacities or whatnot. So both of, both of you are interested on in that. And if both of you understand that, uh, then it becomes much easier to give the feedback that is least immediate.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yes so i partly disagree with with the with the question because i wouldn't say that uh feeling empathy is um will will lead to to an unbiased um point of view so i i always try to to move myself into different uh, levels of of zoom let's say of so um when when um, I have I'm having a conversation with a coworker or with my uh, uh, mentee, I I really try to listen and put myself on on their shoes. But then there is the the high level goal, the 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 goal that the mentee has established, or the goal that the team has has established, or the company, mm-hmm. and. One of my responsibilities, my self-imposed responsibilities, let's say, (laughs) is to make sure that everyone is uh, walking towards that goal, but not because I am telling that, but because it's the goal that we have as a group established. So if by any... And and it's important to to know or to take into account that... um, Providing feedback is about helping others to see some aspect that they haven't considered yet and that would allow them to walk one step farther in order to achieve their goal. So that's what I like providing feedback because I feel that I'm helping the other person to achieve their goal. Mm -hmm. And I think that... By creating this close relationship, maybe, or or this relationship of trust, maybe the way that I deliver the feedback is better, is less, is less uh, cold, is less, uh, is more uh, f- will fit better that person, uh, and and is less generic maybe. Mm-hmm. So very recently um I had to to give give some feedback to 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 my mentee because um he will uh join a team hopefully he will he will join a team very soon uh, but one of the uh, aspects that I think that uh, he needs to to work on is in is in his um uh communication Let's say skills, and 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 it's not because he he doesn't communicate well. It's because uh, the environment that he's going to to work on is is very uh, demanding on that aspect. So I am not doing him any favor by not telling this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I I wouldn't. I'm not benefiting him by not saying, hey, we really need to work on this because. At, by, at the end of the day, it would be uh, worse for him because he especially chose me because he wanted to improve this and it would be worse for the team and the company. I agree
1: that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, so um, that was our last question. Um, maybe do you have any in concluding this episode, do you have anything else you'd like to share about mentorship and the relationship between a mentor and and their mentee?
1: Uh, I would say that it's a satisfying experience. uh, uh, I I love helping people. I love uh, improving the life of others. After I put that on my bio on the the Cadena's page. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so for, for me it's a very gratifying experience and and definitely if you haven't mentored before, I think everyone should, should try because you're gonna discover so new, so many new different things uh, about both yourself and the things that you are advising upon that is, it is it's is gonna be useful as a mentor as well.
0: Okay, Christina? Well,
2: I think it's uh, a great experience I don't know what do I enjoy mo- most, but if being a mentor or a mentee, I don't know. But uh, I I I really really recommend anyone, even if if the if their company doesn't provide that structure, I recommend anyone to to look for for mentors maybe in these um communities um of uh of developers. Uh, and and start growing a relationship because it's, it's something that uh, that will he- help uh, both parts grow. So mm-hmm.
0: okay, well, thank you very much. Both. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining me on this um, very passionate subject of mine. Um, I guess we'll talk to our listeners next time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.